What is up, my friends? Thank you for joining me for another episode of Empowered. So today is going to be a great episode because I talk with Clarissa Booker, who is a mom and holistic coach and faith-led weight loss mentor that loves to empower women to heal from health conditions and to lose weight naturally. She's also the host of a top-ranked podcast called Miracles and Wellness. So we're going to talk about everything that has to do with weight loss, how to do it holistically, um, just how our society has made that really hard to lose weight holistically and naturally. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Hey you guys, welcome to the Empowered Podcast hosted by your girl, Miranda Lee. I hope you're ready to get confident throw away the all or nothing mindset, fully surrender to God, and strive to be 1% better every day. Don't forget, you are enough, you are worthy, and you are loved. Alrighty, let's get this party started. All right, hello, Clarissa. Thank you so much for being on my podcast. Hi, I am so happy to be here. Thank you so much. Of course, I cannot wait to dig deep into all things health and wellness. So for those who do not know you, who are you and what do you do? Well, I am a mom of a little one, super energetic, and I am a holistic coach. I believe in there's so many ways to heal your through illness and just weigh and everything naturally. Sometimes medication is needed, but not all the time, because sometimes I believe it just suppresses the symptoms and we just want to get down to the root cause. I'm all about empowering health and just loving ourselves more. I love that. That's something that that we all need to start implementing more is leaning on the holistic part um, of, of illness and wellness and just realizing that, you know, back in the day, they wouldn't just go have gastric by- bypass surgeries because they couldn't lose weight. Like you not saying that that's bad, but you know, people need to really learn how to embrace their nutrition and exercise to better themselves. So um, one thing I do not really talk about much in my own community is weight loss just because of my personal struggles with eating disorder. I do not think that weight loss is something that everyone should be striving for, but let's be realistic. There's a lot of situations where weight loss is, um, could be a big goal for us. So I think just really diving deep into that since, you know, that is what you love to talk about is weight loss. So for my listeners who are like, all right, Miranda, you keep preaching. You shouldn't be focused on, on losing weight, but you know, if we are going to be focusing on losing weight, I'd love to hear your point of view on just how to do that in the healthiest, most holistic way possible. So how did you get started in this weight loss industry and wanting to help reverse illness holistically? Yes, I absolutely agree about not focusing on weight loss, but it's honestly, it is a factor that obesity is one of the number one killers out there. So we have to talk about it but just try to fix it in a way that's a little bit more healthy. A lot of times people get caught up on these fads and it just takes people very extreme. And so it just winds up going a not healthy way. And it just, it's so relevant to our health because a lot of times whenever you fix one thing, you fix another, just like if the way you do one 
thing, you do another. So the weight is a lot of times correlated to your illness. So if you have diabetes, if you have hypertension, certain cancers, there's so many things that the weight sometimes is linked to, whether you are overeating or undereating. Now, some people, some people have, say, an addiction to eating sugar or the control issues that go along with it. We always know it's more mental, but a lot of times it's a way that people cope. So they wind up going to the food. So all of it's very much connected. So I like to talk about the weight because sometimes people don't, sometimes people are not that concerned about the fact that they have diabetes, but they're more concerned about their weight. And so we're linking these two together so that whenever you do start implementing these healthier lifestyles and focusing on nutrition and just eating good whole foods and just limiting some of the processed food, it's just a, it's an effect. So you start eating more plant-based foods. Now, I like to tell people to try to focus on adding in instead of focusing on what you're depriving yourself of, because then that just, that starts affecting you because then you, you don't, we don't want to beat ourselves up because then you get stuck in a cycle that might, it will go further into the emotional eating because then if you start beating yourself up, then if you don't do something correctly, then you'll be, you'll be like, okay, well then I'll eat more. I'll eat more. I might as well finish it. And you go down this cycle. So you want to have a good relationship with food. So even though it's weight loss per se, it's more mindfully eating and intuitive eating so that we can try to learn to love ourselves enough and trust ourselves. And then once you do that, it also helps you out with your health as well. Yeah. I've been doing a lot of research on hormones and you know how they affect our health and our health journey. And something um, I actually learned is a lot of people like to blame weight loss. I mean, sorry, weight gain on issues with our hormones, but it's most of the time it's actually the other way around that we end up getting these hormone issues because we gain weight because of the unhealthy lifestyle. A lot of the times when it comes to like reversing illness, um, I think the way that um, like the doctors and just, you know, the medical industry in general, they're like, oh, let's fix the symptom instead of fixing the cause. Yeah. Like if you, if you're struggling with diabetes or maybe heart disease, you don't need to just give medication to treat the symptoms. Like you have those symptoms because of the root cause. And how did you end up with diabetes? How did you end up with heart disease? How did you end up obese? It's, you know, because of all the things leading up, not having a healthy lifestyle. So I think we need to stop trying to put band-aids on like the symptoms and actually try to get down to the root cause. Like one of my biggest things is like heartburn, do not take Tums. That is just treating the symptoms. Tums are so bad for you. If you have heartburn, it's for a reason, Mm -hmm. you know, get down to the root of the cause for why you have heartburn. Don't just pop in a, a Tums and think that that's going to fix the issue. No, it's just going to mask the symptom. Absolutely. I 100% agree. And then people wonder why, wonder why in a couple of weeks, they still ultimately feel the same way because then you have the wind of staying on the medication. And that is not what we want. We want to get off of the medication and just live a healthier life. We want to be able to live longer without feeling like we have to be medicated. And so in order to do that, we need to get down to the root cause. Like I firmly believe like a lot also focusing on our gut and just all these things where they're, I mean, it's a whole spectrum and it's not just one thing. Sometimes people just focus on diet and exercise 
that's just some little components of it. And also we do not want to overdo anything, whatever it is. I mean, I was guilty of this in the past. Like I used to work out like excessively. And so I had to make myself learn how to rest. I was like, oh, what you talking about? I'm good. And I'll just go and go and go and go. But I had to also teach myself that that's also a very important part of it. The lifestyles, stress. I talk a lot about stress because it is ignored a lot. And this is a very big piece also of our health. So finding ways to be more mindful and just take time to also find the healthy ways to cope with whatever is going on underneath everything, you know? So, I mean, I feel like all of these things, all the lifestyle is extremely important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just like you said, finding that, that balance, cause you can't just go to an extreme, like even over exercise and over dieting is like just as unhealthy. Cause I've, I've been there too, just obsessively exercising and no, it's your body doesn't want it. Like that's still stress on your body. Like we talk about cortisol and how cortisol, you know, leads to leads to weight gain because your body's just overly stressed. Like if you work out too much or you diet too much, that's giving your body extra stress. And when your body produces more cortisol, it's, it's like in fight or flight mode. So it's like holding on to any extra weight. So you're not actually able to lose weight. So you're working so much harder for no reason. Like like you said, just finding that balance of, of rest and hard work without working too hard. Absolutely. Like I suggest to people to meditate that helps calm your mind. And also if people are into yoga and this, there's different kinds of yoga, there's yin, which you also will give you, that helps you stretch and is very meditative at the same time. And this is good. It's good for your system. It helps, it helps calm you down and help you be centered. You know, there's just so many things. People just need to find out what works best for them, which is balance, especially important. So finding something to help out with your stress levels, making sure you have good sleep hygiene, super important because, and I feel like all that goes together because we are in a world where stress and moving and being super busy is a thing. You like you get a badge of honor. Like what? You you got a bunch of projects going on. What are you doing the thing? Instead of a ton of person like maybe you should rest a little bit. People want to do more and more and more. So being able to allow yourself and give yourself that permission to settle, you know, and just to have that time. And it it's like you shouldn't be living for the vacation, you know? So being able to find that I love that. That's, that's so true. You shouldn't be living for the vacation. And I feel like when people are in an unhealthy spot, like with their health and fitness, it's like, they're always trying to like lose weight for a thing. Like, Oh, a wedding's coming up. I'm trying to lose a bunch of weight. Like, Oh, my birthday's coming up. I want to lose a bunch of weight or a vacation's coming up. I need to lose a bunch of weight. And it's like, you're so focused, like you said, on that vacation, um, I know it's a little different than what you were saying, but you know, we're always looking for that thing instead of living in the moment and, and in the journey. And so then most of your life is you're trying to lose weight for that thing. And then is it, is it even worth it? Like, I don't know. I think that's crazy. Absolutely. That, that is it. People, sometimes they need to live in the moment. Mindfulness, so important. Living in the moment. That's also whenever you are eating. Like I like to take people through exercises about chewing and being able to sit 
Because instead of rushing, eating in the car, doing the thing, we're, we got to go, we got to go. It's just giving yourself, even if it's just 20 minutes, you owe it to yourself and you deserve it. And you are worth 20 minutes to sit down and enjoy your food, you know? And that's also affects your digestion. And what did we say? Gut. It all starts in the gut. So if you have a chronic disease or an illness, a lot of times it all starts in the gut. So focusing on that. And then that also helps your hormones. All, our body is all connected, very complex, but at the same time, it's very simplistic if we just take care of it, right? And then it just winds up taking care of us back. So taking that time to sit down, eat your food mindfully, and allow yourself to be in a state where you can use the intuitive eating and take the time, then you can put your fork down, realize that you're full, trusting yourself enough to whenever you do all of the things where you sit back, put your foot, you are full and it's okay to allow yourself to be full and to stop eating. Now, a lot of times we are taught when we're young, did you ever hear you got to finish your food off your plate? Yep. Clean plate club. Yep. Yep. And we are sometimes taught that when we're younger and we bring it into us as we keep getting older and then as we get older, our plates just get bigger and bigger. And we think psychologically that we have to finish it. And we're taught that. So then we have to go back and try to retrain ourselves and tell ourselves it's okay to do that. You know, it's a process, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And even like you were saying before with, um, just always being go, go, go and on the road. And like, I'm sure everyone who's listening can think of a time recently where they, you know, grab their meal to go in the mm-hmm. car and in the car, grab their food. And like, they didn't have time to actually sit down and eat because we're always rushing. So how are you supposed to be in tune with your body and your hunger cues if you're not even listening? So yeah, like with intuitive eating, you, I feel like a lot of people don't know how to intuitive eat because they aren't in tune with their body at all. Like, I think everyone sits down and eats their dinner in front of the TV you're not paying attention to the food at all or your hunger cues. Well, you have, you, you have to set aside a time and tell yourself that you are going to do it. Just be like, today, we are not going to eat in front of the TV. And if somebody grabs something like, this is what we're going to do. Sit in front of the TV and then you can bond with your family. Then you might talk about something you didn't even know was going on, right? Then stuff comes up. And allow yourselves be like, today, we're not going to do that. Today, we're going to do something different. And you can start with one day a week. On Fridays, we are going to sit down and we're going to have dinner together as a family. And we're going to eat our food slowly. And yeah, intuitive eating, you'd be like, what what does it mean intuitive? Just, you know, trying to trust yourself, which can be hard because a lot of times, sometimes we don't even trust ourselves. Like we have to ask everybody else their thoughts, right? Like, what what do you think about this? Sometimes we don't even trust our own intuition. So we have to, we have to learn to trust ourselves. Right. And so just sitting there and taking one bite, putting a fork down and allowing yourself to chew it very slowly. If you have to drink some water, you can do that as well. And just, instead of trying to eat fast, just sit there. If you have to time block it off, that's what you have to do. If you're going to be like, I mean, I have some clients that are so busy that they're like, I don't want to eat like that. I want to eat, don't have time to eat. So we have to sit there and be like, okay, so if you have to snack, you have, if that's the best you could do, then we have to sit there and figure out what that is that's going to be beneficial to you because everybody's life is different. I mean, I can't tell everybody to sit down for an hour. That's not realistic. I mean, I'm super busy too, but I try my best to meal prep. 
you have to do something. So we have to always be able to sacrifice in order to change something. In order to transform, we have to go through some kind of transformation and we have to sacrifice something in order to get it done. Whether we need to start off with something small. It could be something very small from day one, just doing one step at a time. It's always best to do one simple thing so that you don't feel overwhelmed. If that's just putting a time block to be like, okay, I find this time where I'm gonna eat and I'm gonna sit down, even if it's just 20 minutes and allow yourself that whole 20 minutes. Then you'll notice that you might even allow yourself to feel full because you're used to eating in five minutes. And that extra time will be like, you know what? I actually am good right now. I mean, just these little steps. But yeah, you know, it, it, it's good process allowing that. And then with doing that, it's also going to allow you to eat less. If you're not stressed out when you're eating, you'll start making better food choices. And then all this is also going to help you heal. So if you have diabetes, for example, this type two diabetes is, is very common, then you'll start making better food choices. And then with your lifestyle, then it'll start, it will start to reverse. You know, but it takes time once you start doing things repeatedly. And if you make a mistake, don't beat yourself up. Because then now that could send you backwards. Just because yeah. we're all human and we're allowed to do things, you know. So if you have, if it's a birthday party, you want to have a piece of cake, it's okay. You know, because it's not about perfection. Exactly. Yeah. And I think society, like everyone really wants to have like this quick fix and they want things to happen right away. And if yeah. you spend all your life looking for a quick fix, like you could have spent that time making small little consistent changes that didn't get in the way of your happiness. Because like you said, you can have that, that cake, that piece of cake, yes. you know, and a lot of the time people will go to a party and be like, nope, I can't have it. Not allowed to have it. And then, and then the next day it's like, oh, I'm so deprived. And then they overeat. And it's just this constant diet cycle. That's just, it's just, it's never ending and people need to get out of the cycle. So what are some of your tips to achieve weight loss um, and to just improve your health that have nothing to do with being in that diet cycle? I mean, I'm all about, I would like, I recommend people to do things that are sustainable. So I'm like anti-fad diet. I'm like, ditch that diet culture. I, you know, so I also do not let people, I won't, I would like everybody to throw away their scale if possible. Yes. Because, yeah. It will mess with your head. It will, you know, and plus it, you know, that's just so inaccurate, whether it's your hormones are going on your water retention, what you ate the time of day. And it really put, especially women, it puts you in a little funk. So if you get on it at this time of day, the next day, it's always going to be off. So I recommend if people, I try to people like get rid of the scale, honey, just get rid of it. It's not, it's not your friend, you know, and if you want to do something, you could take a measurement and don't do that every day. Just give yourself time to go through the process. How do your clothes fit? And then depends on what your goal is. Are you trying to bulk? Are you trying to lose? I mean, it's just different variables depending on what's going on, but no scale. Um, incorporating more plant-based foods. This is good for your health for so many reasons. How do you beat, how do you beat disease? 
filling most of your plant, most of your plate up with plants. You do not have to be vegan or vegetarian if you don't want to. It's about more or less the processed foods. So if we can eliminate processed foods, the more the better. So I like to tell people rule of thumb is if you start with your plate, maybe 70, 75% plants, because sometimes people get a little overwhelmed by you want me to eat plants. What are you talking about? I, I'm not a bird. But so just incorporating more plants. on. And look, there's so many ways to prepare food. Get some seasoning, some herbs, and you can get to work, go to town, and you're good. And there's just so many ways. So that's good. And this is going to help with your health on so many levels. There's so many cases, patients, where they start incorporating more plant-based diet. They start getting more healthy naturally. Then you start having more energy. Then you're more motivated to do all the things. You can want to get outside. You want to work out all the things. And this should, this will naturally help you lose weight without even trying to lose weight because you're just eating, eating more healthier and more nutrient-dense foods. So it's not just about being a vegan because you can eat a certain way and still eat processed foods and it can be unhealthy, right? So those are two, two tips I like to tell people and the calorie counting. Just, just uh, very... They can be very, people can be a little overboard with calorie counting. So I like to tell people to focus on the nutrient dense foods mm-hmm. instead of counting calories. There's one day somebody was like 1200 was the magic number and people go to town with it and it can harm you. And then your body's not getting any nutrients. You cannot survive off 1200 calories is not exactly the best thing for your metabolism. Oh my gosh. I, that's something I say all the time. It's so bad for your metabolism. Yes, you need you need energy. And if you do not have food and nutrients in your body, then you're not going to have energy. Because how many times do you talk to somebody and they'd be like, I don't have any energy, I'm tired, but they're not eating. So your body doesn't have any fuel. You your body needs this in order to push you. And if you're working out, you need even more calories. The more muscle you have, you need more calories. I mean, it's just this all component. So I think those three things are like top. I tell people to incorporate more plant-based eating to ditch the scale. And so please stop counting calories in that manner because it, it could just mess with you and you wind up restricting so much. And there's just people just have this magic number in their head and it, it, it really will do more harm than good a lot of times. Yeah, it, it really does because I think when, so I think calorie counting can be really beneficial if you're using it as like a frame of reference, mm-hmm. you know, but to jump into like, okay, I'm deciding I'm going to eat 1200 calories. Like what? Like, do you even know the amount of calories you normally eat? So if you were to like count your calories, not to restrict, but out of curiosity, okay, I'm counting my calories. Oh, I noticed that I typically eat 2000 calories and you know, my protein intake is only 80 grams. That's a learning experience for you to be like, maybe I need to increase my protein. Um, but to jump down to 1200 calories and not even know where you started, the whole point of cutting calories and being in a calorie deficit is to do it slowly and sustainably. Hey guys, quick break. I just wanted to remind you that I do one-on-one coaching. So if you are struggling with finding food freedom, with staying consistent in the gym, with even like learning the basics to nutrition and learning to actually keep your habits up for more than, you know, a couple weeks and to just live a truly healthy lifestyle. You're ready to completely ditch the diets, find food freedom, 
fall in love with yourself and just truly surrender to God and find that balance of healthiness and happiness, I am here for you. This is what I do. I went through years and years of struggling with my own health journey. And once I found food freedom and I started working out for as a celebration of what my body can do, it's life is so different and having a healthy relationship with food, eating the foods I love and enjoy and understanding how to properly nourish my body is amazing and I want to help you do the same. So if you are interested in one-on-one coaching or you're not totally sure and you just want to have a free discovery call, that is awesome. We can do that too. So you can reach out to me um, at my website, thisismirandalee.com or you can email me. My email is thisismirandalee at gmail.com. Um, or if you're like, "Mm, I don't know if that's the right place for me right now, or maybe I just want to, you know, dip a little toe in, you can join my free empowerment community on Facebook. It is a self-confidence and food freedom empowerment community. So you can go to the link in the show notes, or you can go to bit.ly slash Miranda Lee FB, FB is in Facebook. So B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash Miranda Lee FB. All right, let's get back to the show. What are some things that you see that are, I guess we can call them myths um, when it comes to losing weight? Like, what are some things you just want to be like, hey, stop doing this when it comes to losing weight? Just stop. I mean, I guess some of the stuff I mentioned before about um, the calories, which I think is a really big one. Um, I mean, there's always like a new you know what thing I have it the carbs people are like obsessed with not eating any carbs and I don't know when that started and people are like it's like this love-hate relationship with carbs I believe it's all the kind of carbs you're eating there's a difference in eating fruit loops and eating broccoli mm-hmm. a big difference and so people want to stop eating all the things you know and this is how we get our energy back to energy I'm like I'm you know I I'm all about metabolisms and just our, our body. And so we need, we need carbs. We cannot cut out all carbs. It's the processed food and the refined sugars and the flowers and all of those things. So if we just focus on eating whole foods, then we're good. Also fruit is good for you. So even, even if you're diabetic, you can eat fruit. Okay. And Also, what's healthy for one person might necessarily be healthy for another. So if I'm like, kale is good for you, but your body doesn't react well to kale, then just don't eat it. It's fine. Because there's a lot of food out there. There's lots of variety. There's lots of veggies and fruits and things like that. But but people can't eat fruits. Berries are great. They have antioxidants in them. So good. So good. There's just so many ways. So I think that's a thing. A big thing I, I talk a lot about is carbs because people are like, when we need carbs, they act like I'm about to come for them or something because I tell them to put something on their plate. But yeah, I think those things are really good when it comes to like the, the diet yeah. world, diet culture. Yeah, especially carbs because carbs are not the enemy. It's processed carbs that yes. are just... I, yeah, I will just say it. They're the enemy. They're they're the enemy when you have too much. And I think that's why we see um, how society is now. And like you said in the beginning, how obesity is just just really increasing, especially in America. 
And it is because of one thing, the increase in processed foods and about everyone wanting to be more productive and more busy and go, go, go. Yeah, if I'm about to run out the door, it's obviously going to be easier to grab a bag of chips than to go make some veggies, chicken and rice. And people don't take that time out of out of their day to prioritize the whole foods like you were saying and as processed foods are just so much easier to grab and go but that's why the obesity rates are increasing because that all the processed food is just so bad for us and like you said the whole foods are so nutrient dense while processed foods are so calorie dense so that's the problem yes yes and that goes back to the calorie counting and like somebody, some people will be like, I have this amount of left of space, but then they'll eat a cookie instead of putting something more nutritious in their body, which is not. So people just, they kind of do it to their liking, I guess, a little bit, which kind of causes some issues there. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Then it's like, once you're eating this other food, the processed food, so then that affects your health, right? So then, because then your arteries start getting clogged. So if you're eating... You're running to McDonald's. Ooh, Lord, McDonald's. And <laughs> don't get me started. <laughs> yes, I'm like, mm. I don't even allow my five-year-old to eat McDonald's. Okay. Good. It's just, he knows that he's like, mommy, McDonald's is bad. It's like, yes. You know, so I try my best to like cook him like nutritious foods. I mean, I give him some stuff because he's still a little child, mm-hmm. but we, we, you know, the majority of the time I try to give him healthy food because it starts now, Right. So hopefully by the time he's older, when he leaves, he will, he still have that foundation. So something like McDonald's don't like it, but you know, it, because we know that it's not really food, super processed. And what does it do? It clogs your arteries. It's, it's all this grease and all these products just going inside. And then what happens? Your heart has to pump harder. It has to work harder. And the more of that you eat, the harder your heart has to work. And so if we just could maybe flip that instead and eat some more veggies and the whole foods, then your heart doesn't have to work as hard. And then that sticks to your body because then that goes back to the weight. It all correlates together. Yeah. Yeah. It's like this constant, constant cycle that literally all just stems from your diet. And if you're eating processed food versus whole food. But something you said in the very beginning, which is something I preach to a lot of my clients is when you said, focus on adding things in instead of taking things out. And it's so true. Like when you're focusing on getting more plants in your diet, instead of taking processed food out of your diet, like that's going to be a byproduct. Like once you start implementing more plant-based food, you're going to be more full. You're not going to you're not going to have room for all those processed foods. And you know, it's all about balance, but I truly believe that that's why obesity wasn't an issue back in the day as much, because when you eat more whole foods, it, there's so much more volume and mm-hmm. so nutrient dense, like you said before, that people actually get full. It is so hard to get full off of all these processed foods, like McDonald's. Like, I bet you if I even had a kid's meal, which is like one of those cheeseburgers or whatever and some fries, that, was, that would probably be my whole, my whole day's calories and I'd probably still be hungry because <laughs> it's just not nutrient dense. 
Yeah, your body is looking for that. Whenever you're eating the processed foods, your body is deprived. And so you wind up eating more because it's looking for those nutrients to fill it up. So whenever we do have the more plant-based on our plate, your body is more satisfied. So yeah, so you wind up do getting full because your body's like, oh, thank you. It's like thanking you. And then you're like, now you can go about your day and live your little life. I love you. <laughs> exactly. That's why it's so important to me in tuning your body. Your body's going to tell you what's up and what it needs and yeah. what it wants. And it's probably why you feel crappy after eating processed food because your body's like, that's not really what I wanted, but okay. And yeah, it's just every everything we've been talking about. It's literally like this constant cycle, whether it's, you know, um, illness or weight gain and diets like everything's just a cycle and it just all stems from what you put on your plate every day exactly exactly you know we just need you know just loving ourselves enough just to take those little steps just to make small changes even just I'm all about small changes because I want this to be a sustainable lifestyle so I don't ever tell anybody to just go go all in today when I'm just talking to you the first time, that, that's not realistic. And then that's just going to stress you out and overwhelm you. So just having little steps and just doing one thing at a time, and then you will get there. And then it'll be easier for you to keep it going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Love all that because we want it to be sustainable. And I think like the word diet like our culture has changed its meaning because like diet just means what you eat. And now what we see is like diet is like going on a diet. Like isn't diet supposed to be a noun and now it's like a verb, like to diet. Like, no, you're not supposed to diet. Like what is your diet? That's why I kind of get weird about saying that word. Cause when I say diet and exercise I'm meaning like nutrition and exercise not to go on a diet you know so I feel like society's really messed up that word <laughs> yeah I agree 100% I like I don't even really say the word diet that much I'll be I'll say nutrition and lifestyle or quality food and lifestyle just because mm-hmm. diet the word diet puts you in a frame of mind and I want you to be able to do this every day you know and teach this like even if you are the first person to do it, I tell people like, look, you can be the change and you can set the stage. Even if in the beginning, somebody's looking at you and they don't understand why you're doing it, because a lot of times culture wants to be the same and they want to be, people want to be liked within their community with each other. So if you are being the first person out, some people might look at you and say things, but that's okay. And you know why you're doing it, have a reason why you are going to do it and make that firm, find a motivation that, and go seven layers deep, keep going in until you find something that that's so good. You're like, man, that's it. That's it right there. And you hold on to that. You hold on to that. You know, ask God if you need to pray about it. Be like, Lord, I need the strength. You need to tell me what I need to do. And he will start putting you in the people you need to be around. He'll start opening doors. It'll just be like this little thing that you'll see a sign, but like, oh yes. And you hold on to that and you keep going. And then next thing you knew, the people, the, somebody who did have a question or they said something, but they might be asking you for advice. So you just have to be the change and just keep going because it is so worth it. And then you'll just feel amazing, just simply amazing about it. Yeah, this is, I just finally believe that because sometimes it's hard in the beginning. 
So then, you know, always making sure you have the right people around you, having the accountability partners around you. You do whatever you need to do to succeed because your life is so worth it. <laughs> I love that. Amen to that. It, it's so true because, yeah, it's hard to start. It's hard to start. But if you do it right and sustainably, you're only going to really have to start once because you're never going to stop. Like yeah. even when you mess up, which is not messing up, it's just, it's just life. Like that's not messing up. It's not starting over like, oh, it's got to start over again on Monday. Like, no, just because you ate a piece of cake at a birthday party does not mean you are unhealthy. Like that does not define you. It does not mean you cannot lose weight or reach your health and lifestyle goals because you ate that piece of cake. That's not an end that you have to start over. Otherwise you're just going to keep starting over. And if you go in with the right mindset, you can start once and then it'll be a forever journey. And we need to stop looking for and stop focusing on like the destination because like fitness and health, it's a journey. It's not a destination. Absolutely. It is such a journey. You know, everything in life, because when there's one thing, it's going to be something else, you know, so it's such a journey. Enjoy each and every day, bring joy into the situation, whatever that is, find something fun to do. So if I, so if you eat emotionally, for example, find something fun to do, if it's exhilarating, just whatever it is, and that will help you instead of being like, you know what, I don't need this sweets. I'm going to go for a walk or I'm just going to go bike riding, whatever it is that finds you joy. And that, and it helps so much. So, so much. Cause yeah, cause there's always going to be something there always is. So you can, nothing in life is perfect. It's not about perfection. It's just about point. It's just about the progress. Taking one day at a time. Exactly. Amen to that. Absolutely love it. So where can our listeners find you and connect with you? They can find me. I do have a group on Facebook where it is bit.ly forward slash well-being group. And I do, am I allowed to say my podcast? Or yeah, no? girl, do it. Promote yourself. <laughs> and I have my podcast is Miracles and Wellness. Where we talk about all things health and wellness and is loving yourself more. I'm all about empowerment and love. I'm just all bubbly and happily. love all the things. Health. Heck yes. I will put all of that in the show notes so people can go follow your Facebook group, listen to your amazing podcast and just, you know, learn more, empower themselves and just be a part of this amazing health and wellness journey. So thank you so much for joining me today, Clarissa. Thank you so much for having me, Miranda. It was such a joy and pleasure. Okay, so I think I want Clarissa to be my new best friend because we were totally vibing. It is so cool to find another health coach who is also faith-based. So that was fun. That was awesome. I just really enjoyed talking to her and I can't wait to collaborate more with her in the future. All right, so let's end this episode with a word of prayer and we'll wrap it up. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for another wonderful and beautiful day on this earth. Please be with my listeners during their health and fitness journey. Let them know that they are already enough and already worthy because they are made in your image and a child of God. Thank you for loving us unconditionally and just be with us every step of the way. Amen. Amen.